Welcome to Piloting the Pilots, the podcast where two ambivalent TV viewers watch television pilots and let you know which shows soar to the highest heights of small screen or crash and burn. <sighs> my you name okay? is Aaron. With me, as always, is my soon-to-be birthday boy, Cameron. Yeah. Does that mean, do I get to be right about everything this week? No, you never get to be right about Damn everything. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> That's how this works. Speaking of being right, I do have a correction. Even though on my birthday I'm always right, any other day of the year... Poseidon was the god who raped Medusa in, in Athena's temple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Athena cursed Medusa. Yes. Because for some odd reason, let's blame the victim. Yes. Because, you know, she hasn't been through enough. Yes. So let's attack true. the victim and generally the victim's children. I don't know why I was stuck on Zeus and Hera. I think it's just because I hate them so much. Probably. It's like you really can't go wrong with picking them. Yeah. Well, <laughs> They're the, horrid. You know, They're the buck, absolutely horrid the, gods. The buck stops with them, you know. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, right. Zeus, you're supposed to be almighty. Why are you letting this happen? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you told me that like like... I think, like, maybe an hour after yeah. we recorded or something. Yeah, like that. I was You're, like, no, it's Poseidon and Athena. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> so I wanted to uh, correct that. Yeah, uh, everyone Because was, any other day of the year. Everybody was just, like, for a week. just sitting, yeah. Or like, you can go with the original story that she's a Gorgon and you're fine. Yeah, yeah. that's fine, too. Yeah. It was the Romans who came in and added in the uh, new story. The Gorgon's part or the no, rape part? the rape part. It was oh, a Roman okay. philosopher who created that part of it. Oh, because he was just thinking one yeah, day. Yeah, he was just he thinking was like, one day. And he was like, hey, instead of her being a monster, what if she was turned into a monster? Yeah. He so turned... he wanted, because, you know, the Romans stole all the Greek religion. Yeah. And so they kind of just put their own twists on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And they're like, more rape. More rape. <laughs> Fan. Fantastic. Fantastic. Okay. So, how have you been other than that, besides, like, stewing in your own juices about that story? <laughs> uh, there was something else I wanted to mention, but now I can't remember it. I should have written it down. Okay. But, okay, yeah, I've been okay. How about okay. you? Doing okay, I think. I think I'm holding up yeah. a little bit. Are you excited about your birthday? I am excited about mm-hmm. my birthday, because that makes me the birthday boy. Yes. And the birthday boy mm-hmm. gets cheesecake. <laughs> One time a year. So yeah, yeah. So that's pretty exciting for me personally. Yes. Oh, we need to start making that cheesecake, by the way. Yeah. Well, I do anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. So anyway, this week we watched the show. Oh, before we get into that, actually, mm-hmm. ooh, it left everyone in suspense there. Oh. Because it doesn't say clearly on our like podcast thing what it is. Okay. I did want to say, too, that we did get someone's favorite myth. John A. wrote mm-hmm. us in and told us his favorite myths. And it wasn't specific myth, but just the overall Norse mythology. Okay. Basically, Norse mythology is better uh-huh. than Greek slash Roman mythology. Well, now, I don't think we can judge that just because these were religions at one point. So right. we can't really say which mythology is better because that was a religion. Okay, okay. L- let me not misquote John here. Yeah. He, he said he preferred Norse mythology. Okay, so he would be a Norse believer. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. 
but there That's was cool. but there was like less rape and more like yes there was fun context well because the Norse weren't you know a society of rapists yes as exactly. everyone likes to think they were yeah they actually gave their women half a of lot their of women were warriors autonomy yeah so yeah and if they did happen to rape someone mm-hmm. um they were forced to take care of that woman until the end of her days or as John <laughs> says here he said they preferred song food and adventure over sexual assault and manipulating mm-hmm. mortals into declaring war with one another yeah so. Yeah, so mm-hmm. I kind of agree, and he also gives a very good recommendation, mm-hmm. Neil Gaiman's Norse Mythology, which is a relatively new new release from him, yeah. maybe the last couple of years. And yeah, if um, you have Audible or mm-hmm. not, if you mm-hmm. like the good old... Oh, Norse Mythology is really cool. And if you want to like get closer to Norse Mythology, Assassin's Creed Valhalla's out. So well, not out, well, announced. Well... You'll be able to get a lot of excellent mythology from them. Yeah, of course, yeah. of course. Because they tend to stick very closely to the truth of the legends and exactly and whatnot. So I'm excited about that. Exactly. Yeah. So that'll familiarize myself with Norse mythology because I don't know too much about it, to be honest. Right, right, right. Yeah. I mean, I know Thor and Loki, and I know bits. Odin. I know bits and pieces. Right. Well, I think we only know bits and pieces really about their mythology. I only know it from like the Tale of the Icelanders, that book I have. Yeah, the Saga of the Icelanders. Yeah, Saga of the Icelanders. <laughs> like, I don't really know too much about it. Right, right, right. Yeah. So yeah. it'll be fun learning. Well, all it's, this it, stuff. yeah, it's pretty, uh, it's pretty spotty. Mm-hmm. They're their mm-hmm. myths anyway. So, anyway, well, let's get to this week. So, thank you, John. Thank you, John. All right, so let's get into this mm-hmm, week. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, this week we did the Amazon original series carnival row as our ongoing fantasy month continues i've been very disappointed with our fantasy month what have we done what have we done atlanta this was good okay and what was the one before that storyteller storyteller why are you disappointed with so far all those sound great we (laughs) liked all of those shows not really have we continued watching any of them when do we watch and that's the whole point of this podcast we don't watch these shows (laughs) the only show we have continued watching (laughs) was picard was picard yeah that's it yeah that's the only one we actually finished out of these 16 episodes and not only did we finish that we watched the entire run of star trek the next generation yes see See? Yeah. Yeah, we haven't gotten any further, but there's a reason for that. We'll find out in a couple months. That's right. <laughs> yeah, so, okay. So you've been disappointed with the fantasy month so far. A little, yeah. A little bit? Yeah, I mean, You're... I'm not disappointed with the storyteller, obviously. I love that one. I guess you were hoping you were going to find your next show yeah. that you were going to, like, binge. Yeah, yeah. And, and it hasn't really worked out that way. It really hasn't. Storyteller is great, mm-hmm. but it's not a bingey show either. No, it's not something you binge. You just watch a kind of periodically yeah every now and then and atlantis is while fun and i do recommend it (laughs) it's one of those mood type of shows where you have to be in a specific sort of mood Mm -hmm. to watch it i would guess okay yeah so i don't feel like are we being hypocrites are we going back on what we've said on these shows yes and no yes i mean i still think hey we have the right to change our minds well, I think they both have the right to exist. <laughs> yeah. I think they are important to be created. I, I don't. Hey, go I back love on, the storyteller. Yeah, I don't go yeah. back on my green lighting of either of them, Mm-mm. and I still like them, and mm-hmm. I'm definitely gonna watch. Definitely gonna watch more storyteller. Oh yeah. Atlantis is a little bit more up in the air, mm-hmm. but I mean, what we watched this week was, like I said, it was Carnival Row mm-hmm. on Amazon. The show synopsis. Oh, should we get DB in here? Oh, he's so creepy. Fine. Hey, don't talk to me. Don't talk to me. Good to see you. Gross. Just do your job. It's all the same to me, babe. Ugh. <laughs> all right. Show synopsis, please. <laughs> hey, Ken. How's it going? 
Don't even start macking on my husband. <laughs> Just do your job. Can't help it. All right. <laughs> A human detective and a fairy rekindle a dangerous affair in a Victorian fantasy world. A little bit of a spoiler there. Yeah. <laughs> Where the city's unease peace. Wait. Unease oh, okay, peace? Okay, let's try this again. It's an unease peace. It's <laughs> yeah. like an amuse-bouche, only an unease peace. <laughs> it's an unease peace soup. <laughs> Where the city's uneasy peace collapses when a string of murders reveals an unimaginable monster. Uh, oh, that's the show. Okay, I was going to say. That's the show. I was like, Not what happened really? Today. That's the episode? I was like, I didn't get that at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, today's episode is actually called... We had Some Dark God Wakes. Some Dark God Wakes. I mm-hmm. thought I had written that down, but I guess I did not Well, don't it. worry. I did. Good job. You're welcome. Thank you. Philo investigates a mysterious assailant with a grudge against the Fae. Vignette arrives in the Berg looking for a fresh start. Imogen meets her new neighbor. <laughs> okay. In Parliament, the fight over the critch heats up. And I wrote a little <laughs> parenthetical there that says, this means nothing to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, because of course I did that before we watched Although I had show. a question about the term critch. Yeah. Um, Is that slang for creature? Like creech? Probably. That okay. makes sense. Yeah. Because I didn't know why they were called that. Yeah. I was confused. I was like, "Why are they called the Critch?" Critch. They had well, they had they had a lot of like fun racist names. Oh my god! <laughs> I wrote hardcore racism and underlined it like four times. Yeah, they call it, like satyrs trotters yeah. or like sheepheads or something yeah, like that. Yeah, sheepheads. Yeah, like they had like yeah. a whole bunch of. Like, well, it's sort of like in Dragon Age where they call all elves knife ears. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah so yeah. like. Uh, what you should say? Not fun racism, I, honey. Fun, fun, fun racism is not like a There's word. no, okay, that's not really a thing. Well, <laughs> creative, like, because they, they built a whole world. They've creative been... demeaning slangs. Congratulations, <laughs> honey, you've made it worse. Someone sat in an office in Hollywood and was like, what kind of horrible thing could I say about this group of people? <laughs> God. I guess it's really good, like, world building. Mm-hmm. I guess that's what I'm just saying. It's good world building. It's right. good storytelling. Yeah. Um, makes you feel more immersed in the world. Sure. So anyway, there you go. Carnival Row. Uh, it stars the one and only Orlando Bloom. Mm-hmm. As, oh, we're getting a first name here. Rycroft Philo Strait. But they just call him Philo, like the pastry. Yeah, Philo Pastry or yeah. Magistrate. It's like a he's, yeah. a he's a pastry magistrate. Now what all has he been in? <laughs> well, you may know Orlando Bloom from such things uh-huh. as Lord of the Rings and the Hobbit trilogies. Really? He was an elf. You may have missed him. <laughs> he was a knife here in this, eh? <laughs> yeah. Racist? <laughs> I'm elf racist. <laughs> Pirates of the Caribbean. Uh-huh. I think he was in like a scene or two of that. Oh, okay. Sure. And then he was in a movie called Elizabethtown. Sure. Black Hawk Down. Yeah. All right. Right. Um, all right. You know. You, you, prob- you know I him. I probably know him from somewhere. From somewhere. Right. Probably, okay. Yeah. Sure. Then we had uh, Cara Delevingne. Mm-hmm. Uh, she does not have as impressive of a... I mean, like... She's just getting started. She's just getting started. She's going to be great. Yeah. Once she gets her the right role. That's right. And this may be the right role. We'll get to that in a minute. Okay. But we got... She's in Suicide Squad. Mm. She was in Valerian. Oh, my God. That's where I recognize those lips. <laughs> okay, got I it. I thought it was the eyebrows. No, it was the lips I recognized. From Valerian and yes. the City of a Thousand yes. Planets? Mm-hmm. Okay, yep. Yeah, yeah where she was... 
She was actually one of the better parts oh, of that movie. She it was, was still horrid. It was still it was horrid. Dane DeHaan it was, who oh was the God, problem there. Oh God, it was there. still horrid. I'm so glad she's moved up from then. Oh, she also did uh, Grand Theft Auto Five huh. as the voice of the nonstop pop DJ. Sweet. I want to be a video game voice. I know. I want to be one so bad, but I have this kind of high pitchy, annoying voice. I doubt I could be one. No, I think your voice is great. I think you'd be a great video game character voice. <laughs> Thank you, honey. No problem. <laughs> uh, we had Simon McBurney. Mm-hmm. He was in the Harry Potter films as the voice of Creature, so we probably don't recognize no, him. No, probably not. And in Mission Impossible Rogue Nation. So who was he in this? Oh, I didn't write down the names of the character. Oh, oh for those two. Oh, Cara Delevingne, I should say. She's is, Vignette. She's Vignette. Mm-hmm. Simon McBurney, no idea. I'm guessing the Parliament guy, maybe, because he looks oh, familiar. Oh, okay. Then we had Tamsin Merchant as Imogen Spurnrose. Mm-hmm. She was in Pride. Of course she was. Pride and Prejudice. Oh, both of them, eh? Yes. Okay. And in The Tudors. Right, right, right. Is that the next door neighbor? I don't know who this is. Yes, I think that is the next door neighbor. It's David Geisy as Agrius Astrion. Yeah, I think that Astreon. is. Astrion. That Astreon. sounds more like a, yeah. a satyr name. Yeah, and he was in Cloud yeah. Atlas and Maleficent, Mistress of Evil. The sequel. The sequel, not the Which original. I have not watched yet. Well, we hated the original. Yeah. So. Well, not Sleeping Beauty. No. We like Sleeping yes, Beauty. Yes, because I love Prince Philip. I'm and just, he's such a dope. I'm just going to go on the record and say I'm not a huge Angelina Jolie fan. Right. No offense. I mean, no, no. offense to her, but I just don't like her movies. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. All I'm right. not even saying she's a bad actress. Right. I don't like her movies. She picks movies that we we don't get along. We don't right. mesh with the movies. <laughs> this was uh, first released August 30th, 2019. Oh, this is new. This is really new. Wow, this is new news. Yeah, they're uh, and they just got picked up for season two. So Really? So, if you're curious. People really like dark fantasy. <laughs> uh, the number one song was by Billie Eilish, and it was Bad Guy. Sure. And the number one movie in America was The Angel, ha- or is it The, maybe just Angel Has Fallen. I don't recognize it. Yeah, I think that might even be a sequel to another oh, uh, okay. movie. It's a, I think it's Gerard Butler, one of your guys. What, what does that mean? Gerard Butler's one of my guys? <laughs> he used to be your guys, and then, and then you stopped He used to be, one. and then he got too big for his britches. He got too big for his britches. Yeah. So, okay, so what were your predictions coming into Carnival Row, knowing nothing about it except for all, like, the banner ads on Amazon and whatnot? Okay, so my expectations. Okay. <laughs> and this is legit, guys. I literally thought this is what would happen. Ooh. Sexy clowns solve murders and employ the help of informant fairies. Sexy clowns? <laughs> yes. Clowns? Yes, Orlando Bloom was, like, going to be the Cirque du Soleil type guy. Okay. Who was going to start solving murders, and he would employ a fay helper. Oh, because it's a carnival? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, wrote, oh I wrote, it'll be like Cirque du Soleil steampunk meets Sherlock Holmes style. Wow. Yeah. Anything else? Yeah, and I said, and Orlando Bloom will be seducing both the ladies and the gentlemen. It's too early to say, but it doesn't seem like that's where it's no, going to go. No, I think he's totally straight in us. <laughs> yeah. And I said... Those are my predictions. What you think? Those are great predictions. Was that, did I nail it? Dead on. The clowns, <laughs> perfect. Got it. Sexy clowns. I said I predicted it to be a moody, steampunk-esque fantasy thriller dusted with allegorical echoes of oh. modern society. God, you're so boring. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at me. I'm Cameron. I'm brilliant. I'm intelligent. <laughs> not, I'm just so smart. I'm not brilliant. <laughs> so much as super shiny with, <laughs> with genius. <laughs> 
<laughs> my genius is uh is more subdued than that. Sure. Okay. <laughs> Comes out in flashes. <laughs> so for this week, since we were dealing with the Fae, uh-huh. and every time they said Tiranoc, yeah. I kept thinking of that Father Ted episode yeah. <laughs> with the, the Sinead O'Connor type yeah. woman, and like she's singing the song, yeah. and she has an interpreter. Yeah. And she says that, and the interpreter's like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, That's great. Okay, so uh, you want some fairy facts? Facts! Yes. Fairy facts. Fairy facts! <laughs> For- <laughs> See, you can be a video game. <laughs> that could just be me in the background. Damn! <laughs> Damn! That'd be great. All right. <laughs> so, fairy facts. Have you, are you, mm-hmm. have you ever... Have I ever? ...heard of the Cottingley fairies? I have not. Well, when you hear the word Cottingley, where would you think that would be located? Probably like England or something. It's gotta be England. Okay. There's no place on earth that would be called Cottingley that isn't in England. <laughs> so, in 1917... Mm-hmm. Near Cottingley, England, there were two cousins, Elsie mm-hmm. Wright, who was 16, and Francis Griffiths, who was nine. And they took a series of five photographs over a few years mm-hmm. that were appropriately entitled the Cottingley Fairies. Although, I. In I, which they dressed up and ran around taking pictures of themselves naked, dancing in front of a fire? Well, these. Well, yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. But in one of the photos, I have to say, as a side note, mm-hmm. is clearly a gnome. So, really? Oh, okay. I don't clearly know. Clearly a gnome. Yeah. No, no, no. You've never heard of this. No, never. Okay. So while they were living there, Elsie and Francis used to play down the stream near their house, which would really annoy their mothers because it's 1917 yeah. and they're little girls and, and they you're shouldn't supposed be to be doing clean that. And pretty. Right. Mm-hmm. Say to their mothers, they were like, well, we only do it because the fairies are down there. And they're like, what? <laughs> and they're like, look, my father's a photographer. We'll take his camera. We're going to go down. We're going to take some pictures of freaking fairies. Okay. Which they did. What? And these are very famous photos of these girls, and there's clearly fairies dancing on their hands. What? Yeah, you've never... There's a movie made about it. I think it was... What? I think... I could be wrong, but I think it was directed by Mel Gibson, or he had something to do with it. Okay. And the movie's called Fairies or something like that. Okay. So, they took his camera, went to the stream... Half an hour, they came back, they developed the film, and they're like, ta-da, here's the fairies we were talking about. You can look them up online. Mm-hmm. They're unmistakably fairies. Okay. This is intriguing you, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. So, examinations were performed at the time, and they could tell that nothing had been tampered with. Okay. The film was had not been tampered with. And the fairies allowed their picture being taken? Because they were friends. They used to go hang out with the fairies every day. <sighs> okay. And like so, and there's obviously no Photoshop uh-huh. back then. So obviously, what they basically said was whatever is in this photo was in the photo with these girls in the scene. Yeah, it was in the scene. It was it was sure. in the scene. Well, does it look like their wings had some motion to it, or did they just look like statues? These photos were so convincing that famed author and proponent of deductive reasoning, Sir Arthur Conan Doyle, oh, no. believed with all his heart oh, no. and souls. Soul, just oh, one no. soul, that the photos were authentic oh, and no. wrote many articles attesting to this fact. Oh, God. We don't know if they were real or not. However, okay. uh-huh. Uh-huh. if you see the pictures, they are clearly fake. Okay, okay. <laughs> they are in, I will say this, the, the women that grew up mm-hmm. after like their fifth photo, mm-hmm. they grew up, got married, mm-hmm. moved everywhere. One of them died. At one point, they said, oh, yeah, yeah, they were just 
fakes. Right. And, like, they had a book at the time that had little dancing women. Uh, and they cut out the pictures of the dancing women put little wings on them. Right. And we're like, here they are. But uh, Frances, the younger mm-hmm. of the two, when she, to her dying day, said they were all fake except for the last one. Okay. And that one is a weirder, kind of a little bit more blurry one. So I okay. will give her that. So okay. it's, a, it's a little bit more Bigfoot. Sure. Okay. But yeah, they basically said, yeah, we were goofing on people. We didn't expect it to go so far. And once it did get so far, they were little girls. And they were yeah, like, yeah, you're not going to tell the truth about yeah, it. So we better yeah. just. Yeah, like, Sir Arthur Conan Doyle being like, they're real. They're real. Yeah. They're real. He's like <laughs> writing articles like, these are real. So it's real. like, oh God, I'm keeping my mouth shut. <laughs> so not saying they're not real. Right. I'm just saying. These photos were not. These photos were not. The term fairy actually goes back only to the Middle Ages in Europe, mm-hmm. but analogs of fairies exist in almost every culture. In Sanskrit, fairies were semi-divine celestial musicians called Gandharva. Uh, in Greek myths, they were known as the nymphs and the genie in Arabic. Mm. And also Samoan, Arctic, and Indigenous Americans also have similar myths to fairies. So they're all cool. around the world. So that's, mm-hmm. That's always weird to me when there's like that, con- like I've said that before, but like common myth right. for cultures that would have no contact with each other mm-hmm. one at all, you know? It's pretty weird. I think it basically says that fairies are real. No, like, I think it basically says that humans are humans no matter what. <laughs> really? Yeah. They are said to love hawthorn. So if you want to attract some to your garden, your home garden, mm-hmm. you want to plant hawthorn, foxglove, and groundsel. Wait, isn't foxglove poisonous? That doesn't matter. They love it. Well, Maybe it's a drug to them. Maybe they get high on foxglove. <laughs> okay. Uh, I guess, okay, if you're going to do, before <laughs> you plant things in your gardens, make sure these aren't poisonous plants. Okay. Okay? There's your, there's your disclaimer. And they will grow violent if you abuse those specific plants. Okay. If you don't take care of them, they Uh-oh. will get mad at you. Okay, well, we're not planting those just in case. But if you have a fairy infestation... Mm-hmm. You can, uh, that can be inverted by planting some St. John's wort or yarrow. They don't like that. Okay. So. We might have an infestation. (laughs) I think we do. (laughs) And then here's another story for you. This is the dairy fairy. Ooh. Okay. The fairy of cows. It was Christmas time. Mm. And a man named Alfred Horn was traipsing through the woods near his new house. Traipsing, eh? Yep. Not loping. No, nope, not, no, not he wasn't walking. Lo- he was clearly not loping. He was clearly traipsing. Traipsing. La dee dee dee, frolicking. Okay. Okay. Through the woods near his New Hampshire home, looking to score a Christmas tree. Yeah, as, as you, you do. do. <laughs> well, this, yeah. He thought he was alone. Sure. But he suddenly saw a two foot creature with green, wrinkly skin, big floppy ears like an elephant, and this is creepy to me holes where his eyes should be, covered with a reptilian film. Ooh. There goes your there there goes your theory of Tinkerbell type fairies. Like, Yikes! <laughs> he was American. His first thought, of course, then was, "I gotta catch it." Because you're American, <laughs> it's like I need to own this. <laughs> it's like I gotta get it. I gotta keep it or kill it. <laughs> gotta keep it in a cage. <laughs> so he made a lunge for it, but the creature mm-hmm. let out an ear splitting screech that sent him running. So he was like, "Okay, <laughs> never mind." Right. So he went running. Now, whether this story is true or not mm. is actually unknown. It could okay. just be like a, a deformed lizard. But to support this, mm-hmm. we do know this was at the turn of the century. Mm-hmm. This was in the 20th century. A man by that name did live in Derry at the time. Okay. And 
he wrote letters to a friend of his okay. who was a ufologist, a UFO guy, mm-hmm. just to him about it. He never tried to make any profit off it. He never sold his story. He okay. just talked to this one person. That's the only reason why we know about it mm. is from these letters. Okay. So if he did see it, he wasn't certainly wasn't trying you know to cash in on it. You know what? He probably did see something wonky looking. There's a ton of deformed creatures right. out there that come out just kind of really wonky. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is natural. It could be just like some mangy fox or Yeah, something. it could have been a mangy fox. Or, or if it and had like he... reptilian eyes or something. Maybe it was like... Well, it had ears. I was going to say, maybe it was like an alligator. Someone brought an alligator up to New Hampshire, and he was like, oh, my God, I don't know what this is. Uh, who knows what it could be, but I highly doubt it was a weird-ass fairy. Just you don't saying. think so? No. Well, how disappointing would it be if it was like, here's a fairy, and it was like, ha-ha. <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, ah, <laughs> oh, man. Man. <laughs> so let us talk about now. It's probably a Wendigo. Could have been a Wendigo. Mm-hmm. 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 We don't know. We don't know. We just know they exist. Good thing he ran. Good thing you never know. Mm-hmm. Want to talk about Carnival Row? Yeah, let's talk about this. Oh, gosh. Yeah. It didn't meet my expectations. It, I think it would have been great if, you if were it met my ex- <laughs> sexy clowns, solving murders, and okay. a steampunk world. I think that would have been great. Okay, so you didn't think the show was sexy? No. There's a lot of sex in it. There is a lot of sex in it, but that doesn't make it sexy. No, that's true. There are three separate sex scenes yeah. in this. Mm-hmm. So be aware, I guess. So, yeah, be aware. This. Don't let your kids come running in. Like ours kept trying to do. Oh, my God. I was like, get out. Get yeah. out. <laughs> <laughs> and it was weird. It was like kind of weird, dirty sex, I guess, a bit. Nice. No, not dirty sex. Not dirty, not dirty sex. I don't know how I would describe the sex. It was sex. It was like, it, yeah, I guess, I guess it was. It was just sex. Well, at first it was lots of clothes on sex until it wasn't lots Right, of then on it sex. was everybody naked and now let's fly in the sky sex. Yeah, like, because <laughs> they're having sex with fairies, so they're yeah. floating in the air. Would so you... Orlando Bloom was like, you can only see the top half of my butt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You he, cannot see oh, the he, whole derriere. He, he, yeah, he, yes. he, he in his contract says, like, you can see two inches of my crack. Yeah. My plumber's crack. <laughs> my plumber's crack. You're not getting the whole thing. You're going to have to pay me a lot more than that, Amazon. <laughs> um, so, well, we should also say this was um, created by Renee Echeverria, mm-hmm. who we know from Castle uh-huh. and Star Trek The Next Generation. Oh, okay. So, okay. yeah, because we saw that name. Yeah. We're like, we know that name. How do we know yeah. that name? And, yeah, exactly. Because yeah, we just watched a whole bunch of Star Trek The Next Generation. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. So, this is his his baby. Clearly. <laughs> it does feel like mm. very Star Trekky in yeah. its um, allegories for yes. modern society, right? You know, like oh look, they're racist towards these people, and look how horrible their racism is treating everybody. And it's like, yep, yeah, I get it. You get it. I get it. <laughs> so that was that a problem for you? Yes, it was. How so? Because I don't like inviting that kind of hatred into my home. Oh, okay. Okay. You're right. So I didn't. So it's like I already know. Well, I guess. I guess. I guess the problem you could have with a show like this is if you already realize it's a bad thing. Yeah. Like we do. Right. It's just like you're just preaching to the choir at this point. Yeah. And it's like I'm looking for an escapism. I don't need you to bring in exactly this real life stuff mm-hmm. covered in a yeah. in a fantasy sheen. And then if you are kind of racist or whatever right. of that of that mind that this yeah. is like refugees and immigrants mm-hmm. is wrong then this isn't going to convince you otherwise no. see i think star trek actually had more of a balance of that right where it was like i don't want to say heavy-handed <laughs> i think this point of like something like star trek was to convince people to change their minds right like if you look at the original series of star trek 
one of like the most famous one is like the two a warring alien races. One had a black and white face. The left mm. side was black and the right side was white, and they were fighting ones that were right side was black and left right. side was white, and they were fighting, and it showed just how stupid that was. Yes, like that kind of was necessary in nineteen sixty whatever. It came yeah, out mm-hmm. back then. I don't know how much this helps in that. I don't mind it being a reflection. Well, of there's what's going an on, awful but... lot of media and entertainment where we see exactly what's happening. We don't need more of it. I get, yeah, exactly. I feel like, you know. Yeah, or they could be done more subtly, maybe. I don't think you can subtly be racist. <laughs> well, I guess not. Uh, I don't know. Like, but they said the C word, and I was like, I'm done here. Did they? When did they say the C word? I yeah, the C the, word. the dude who's guilty of um the hate crimes. Oh, okay. He says the C word. Oh, uh, well, he's a terrible human well, being. Well, yeah. So he can say terrible words. No, he can't. Well, I mean, he will say terrible words because he's a terrible human being. Wow. He's dead. <laughs> there you go. So what did you think about, like, the world overall? Like, well, just the, the first, world, just the, the first physical several world. minutes, I was like, oh, this is really good. I'm liking this. Mm-hmm. And then it started getting dark. Yeah. And then it went too dark for me. Well, it was dark, though, from the beginning. Well, yeah, but that was a fine amount of darkness. Okay, yeah, it was the right it amount was like, of darkness. Yes, it was there's like... There's enough cream in that coffee. Yeah, there's like a half of a moon, you know, so there's just enough light there. Yeah, right, right, right. You know, but no, then, then it got really dark. Okay, so we got to pinpoint where your darkness comes <laughs> in. Because, okay, so this show literally starts yeah. off uh-huh. with like a bunch of refugees Yeah, being trying to escape. Pursued. Okay, these fairies are trying to escape and they have wings. So the bad guys have a barbed wire net. ne- netting. Yeah, so you can't So that fly. if you try to fly away, you're going to get caught in that barbed wire netting and die. Right. Yeah. No, that's fine. That was fine with you. Yeah, that was fine. That was not too dark. No. Even though like the first shot we see is of like a person's that face. That dude's body. Half, yes, half, decomposing. Like, yes. Decomposing. Yes. That's that fine. Okay. That's fine. Okay. And then they get away and they get on like, I guess, like a, like a coyote, I guess. Like, yes. Like a, a ship. That's mm-hmm. supposed to take them to the Berg, which yes, is... the Burgermeister Meister Which accepts yeah. reluctantly, I guess. Mm-hmm. Well, well, it's like today's society. you got two parties in the city. Right. One party's like, yay, we want these. Mm-hmm. We'll people. take care of we'll the We'll take immigrants. care of these people. Yeah. And the other persons are like, we were in a war over there. Yeah. We abandoned these people. Mm-hmm. Their problems are because we left. We should go back to war. Right. You know, now they're coming in because we abandoned them. Mm-hmm. So pretty much like... The Afghanistan war. Yeah. That's essentially what's going yeah. on there. I think dead bodies are fine with me. Okay. I think I'm fine with dead bodies. I think the problem is what you do to the living. Okay. Okay. You know? Right, right, right. Yeah. I gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, well, how did you feel about the fairies themselves? Did you like the design of them? Did you I like don't their... really understand how their wings work. I don't either. They fly like bees, and we already know yes. that bees shouldn't yes. be able to fly. But then again, they're fairies. They're supposed to be magic, so I guess I can't really like go with the physics. But are of their they plan. magic? But what I want to know is, but is there so magic when in this when world? there's like fairy sex happening? Yes, she's able to like raise him and she's float able, with her care, own wings. So she it's like care she's her own weight plus his plus his. Yeah. And he weighs more than her. So I'm like, are they also like ants? They can carry like 10 times their size. No wonder they're treated like, you know, workhorses. Right, exactly. But like, <laughs> but they're also abused all the time. So you wouldn't think they would be able to be yeah. able, if they're that strong. Like it, there's there's a lot happening. And then, of course, they mention rape camps, yeah. of course, of with course. little girls, of course. Oh, I missed that. Yeah, and I was like, I'm f***ing done with this. Where Where was that? That's what Vignette was doing when she was escaping. 
she had heard about this camp. I miss this. She was talking to her hooker friend with the blue hair. Oh, okay, 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 okay. And she was like, I was actually trying to help them escape, and they were all killed. Oh, uh, okay. So they were supposed to be in on that passenger ship, too. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, you missed that? I guess so. God! I guess I tuned out a bit, which is not probably a great recommendation for the show. Yeah, there you go, there you go. Um... Yeah, I, did, I didn't like the fact that they flew like bees, mm-hmm. and I particularly had a problem with it when they were flying in, when she was flying in the rain. I'm like, well, bees can't fly in the rain. Yeah, I was like, how is she flying in the rain? Like, and, but, and you said magic, and I, uh, but seriously, I'm asking, is there magic in this world? Is there magic? Because, like, no, it I don't think so. It looks like there's some alchemy, like, they're able to make special oils for uh, people. But we have, like, oh, pure oils that you can get in new age shops is like you put a little bit behind your ear you're supposed to find love i mean like right. does it work you know or is it just they think it works i don't know that's a good question so but i didn't really see any evidence of magic like as far as i'm concerned mm-hmm. the fairies could just be like people with wings i think they are just people with wings so i don't know how that goes. i don't know like, the mechanics of this i haven't figured that out there is a lot of information happening in this episode well and that's one thing i will say about this episode mm-hmm. as a compliment to it mm-hmm. as far as like a pilot episode for a tv show they thread a lot of different storylines yeah it. like they there was a good balance for me with this episode had its own storyline yes which was, but there is a, also the overall storyline. Yeah, mm-hmm. Well, not even that. There was an overall storyline, and then there was, like, the seeds of things to come, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, the next-door neighbor right. guy. Like, that's obviously going to go somewhere, but doesn't really go anywhere here, but where it's, like, it's Imogene setting. might do a Seder. Yeah, Imogene might do a Seder. Because yeah. we got Seders, too. We got Seders. But I still don't know if there's magic. I don't know. Because you would think if they had magic, they wouldn't be so easily destroyed. I feel like we would have seen... Because they were easily taken over. Taken over just with, like, guns. Yeah, just with, like, guns. Yeah, and they weren't trying to fight. No. So, I'm guessing there's no magic? Yeah, but they're talking about a dark god waking. Yeah, we could... I mean... That's magic. Is it? Yeah. Well, we see Cthulhu, spoiler... At the end, and he's just, like, a weird rabbit dog thing. that's a Cthulhu, like, reptile type thing. Okay. I think that's, like, an army cult member okay. or something but i don't think that's the dark god okay i, that, I would say the one like thing... i think the dark god is actually real right in this. okay we just haven't seen it yet mm-hmm. okay 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 yeah okay. okay but if there's a dark god that means that there's a light god too so yeah it always is always is it always is always is some things also liked I said age lines look good on Orlando Bloom. <laughs> he's weird yeah. in that he's in great shape. Yeah. But he plays a, an inspector mm-hmm. and he plays it like he's heavy. Does that make sense? Like he's weighed yeah. down? Yes. Even though he's like still a slender Well, because person. they kind of heavy handedly say um, he's got the, the weight of all these burdens on his shoulders. Yeah, but. Uh, of all of his regrets fun. and the problems and all this other stuff. What, but as specifically so to. So he his, talks like this. Specifically <laughs> to his acting, though, uh-huh. he embodies that. Right. Like, he really does look like someone who's weighed down. Right. Literally by all these Well, burdens. maybe Orlando Bloom's a good actor, honey. <laughs> maybe he is. Can we <laughs> Ever think about that? It's possible. And then, obviously, there was one moment at the beginning when we are first introduced to him. He's walking through the row, Carnival yeah. Row. Mm-hmm. Not clowns. There's nothing happy Nary about clown. Carnival Row. Nary it is, like, seedy. Yeah. It's bad, guys. It, it has nothing to do with Ferris wheels or anything. 
Hot tip, guys. This movie's Hot not tip. about circuses It is or not anything. about circuses. <laughs> I was so disappointed. That's such a weird prediction you had. <laughs> um, obviously, the people who write this have read screenwriting books before. Because right. he's introduced and he has a perfect save the cat moment. Oh, yeah. Which is he's walking down. Two cops are hassling a refugee. Mm-hmm. They're, and they're kind of wanting a bribe from her. Yeah. And they throw her goods in the middle of the street. She's like selling a pig head for... Yeah. I guess people eat that. Yeah. I wouldn't, but... Well, they're they're really poor and seedy, so all they've got are the leftover yeah, parts. Yeah, like the kind of garbage parts. Yeah, so they're selling the pig and heads And, like, and that's right as uh, as Philo is walking by Orlando Bloom, and he, mm-hmm. he tells him off, and he's like... Yeah. I'm like, oh, perfect. Yeah. Save the cat. This is what we want. We want mm-hmm. to see this moment where we see him doing finally good. a decent kind of hero. Where we're we're, we're comfortable. We're like, mm-hmm. oh, okay, this is who he is. I, I was. Can follow I this still like the show up until that point too. Well, and he, but my problem is there is like save the cats moments because yeah. <laughs> like every scene then after that like next three or four scenes yeah. there's also a similar scene where he was like doing something like yeah. good to like show right. that and i'm like okay the, the first one was enough yeah we the did. dude who has a lot of emotional baggage is just saving everybody left and right yeah. like that doesn't really make sense <laughs> yeah like it seemed a little excessive but you know um, We're supposed to know he's a good guy and then be surprised that he has some issues. Right. I yeah. think is what they were nailing in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 What I said was I thought they set up a lot of good mysteries mm-hmm. and good motivations for the characters. Right. Like we know, well, it's a basically a Romeo and Ju- Juliet scenario. Sure. So just to kind of give people a little bit yeah. of the overarching uh, plot here. Mm-hmm. Basically, seven years ago, there was a war. Mm-hmm. Over in the fairy's homeland. The Berg, which would have been Philo's yeah. group, where he was he was over there fighting mm-hmm. and they were fighting a group called the Pact. Right. We don't know who they are. We don't know. But who obviously they are. they're gonna come up. That's they're one of the, they're super bad guys. They're super bad guys. Mm-hmm. I'm sure they're gonna come up. Yeah. And they were fighting over the land of the fairies. And then seven years ago they stopped fighting. They just I don't yeah. even know why they stopped. These were like, we're done. Well, because the Berg uh, decided to pull out of the fight because I think they were probably losing money with the economy or Yeah, pro- probably something like that. Yeah. Or so they were so like, you fairies unpo- are on your own. It was an unpopular war because you're fighting yeah. over in like another country. Yeah. It's not even affecting us. We're right. sending our people over there to die. Yeah. So Philo is over there. He falls in love with a fairy. Mm-hmm. They get pulled out. Vignette. Vignette. Sorry. Didn't want to. Yeah. yeah. Vin- he falls in love with Vignette. Do they get married or are they just really yes. in love? They, I think they do have some sort of like fairy vows. Because she really. Because ha- she even grows a widow's braid when she thinks he's Th- dead. That's what I was yeah. wondering because. It, yeah. yeah, so I has- think they had some sort of vows going on. Or it doesn't even matter. They could have just been seriously in love and he died. And Well, to her yeah. knowledge, someone comes to her covered in blood yeah. and says, by the way. Orlando Bloom's dead. Or Orlando Bloom's dead. So she is just, like, distraught. Yeah, so when uh, that is first revealed on there, I was like, oh, my God, he's a ghost. This got awesome. That would have been cool. I think that would have been cool, like a ghost detective. (laughs) But then he's not, and then he's thinking about her, and I was like, oh, so they think each other's dead. But that's not it either. That's not it either. either. No, he literally claimed to be dead just to get away from her. (laughs) to, To quote him. To not hurt her. To not hurt He's her. He's like, I didn't want to hurt you, so I had someone think I had I put blood on their hands. Yeah. And I was like, go over there, tell her that's my blood. That I'm dead. And I'm dead. And that will be much easier for her. Yeah. But anyway, so and then he just like pulled out with everybody else. Yeah. <laughs> that sounded kind of... Ew. <laughs> that was great. Ew. <laughs> they didn't want a fairy baby. 
So he goes back home. So that kind of makes him a jerk. Yeah. And so she finds out. So that's what happens. She cuts off her widow's braid. Her widow's braid, and she threatens to kill him. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, "You're not worth it. Yeah. I'm out of here, pal." Yeah. And uh, that's apparently the overarching love story. Yes, that's the overarching love story. And I'm like, why would you get back with this moron? Yeah. After something like that. He's a jerk. What the hell's wrong with you? Stop being so desperate. Yeah, she's like, we we could tell each other anything. I just wish you could have told me goodbye. And then, like, while she has the knife. I thought thought literally ghosting you was the best idea. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So while she has the knife on his throat, then she's like, now I want to make out with you. Oh, right. I'm supposed to hate you. Bye. Yeah, that was weird. And I'm like, come on. Give me an effing break. I'm so sick of this kind of crap. That's one of those tropes in, like, fiction that I really kind of don't like is when Mm -hmm. the the two volatile people who are attracted to each other. are like, no, let's make out. I mean, but she has, like, a legit grievance with him. Because she grieved for seven years. I have had people in my life. Yeah. Who have slighted me far less than like yeah. pretending to be dead to break up with me. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like maybe like I picked up one too many like yeah. meals or yeah. something that I'd be like, I yeah, hate exactly. you forever. And this but she's just like, like no, but now I that, miss you. But now that I'm lying atop you yeah. on this bed with this knife to your throat, suddenly I'm a little turned on. I'm like, <laughs> okay, Orlando Bloom's not a bad looking guy, but. <laughs> Come on. Not Come there. on, this is ridiculous. Like, people's feelings don't do that. No, no, they definitely don't do that. And whether she has a widow's braid or not, it's not a fresh hurt. It no. wouldn't be after seven years, almost a decade. Yeah. Like, I mean, she'd be angry. Yeah. She can have it to his throat. I could totally see her wanting to kill him. Mm-hmm. But, like, I can't see her being like, but now that I see you again. I'm in love with you again. Yeah, now that I know what a horrible person you yeah. are, I want to be with you. Yeah. I, I can barely contain myself. I have to kiss you so bad. Yeah, I hated right it. Right this second. I hated it. Yeah. I hated it. So that wasn't great. No. And he's also sleeping with his... Uh, his uh, Innkeeper. Innkeeper, his landlady. Yeah. He's sleeping with her, but he's being kind of a jack to her. Yeah. But, again, there was a good mysteries there where, post-coitally, <laughs> she's, like, remarking on a weird scar on his back. Mm-hmm. At first, I thought it was her. Right. Sorry, Orlando Bloom, you have a very feminine back, I guess. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God, is his landlady a fairy who's cut off her own wings right. to kind of fit in? Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's interesting. Because in the, the way the scar is, it's mm-hmm. like a it's a vertical scar on like right. a shoulder blade. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, okay. That's it would be kinda... really fun if he was actually a fae who cut off his wings in order to pretend to be human. Maybe he is. That'd be cool. Do we see any male fairies, though? That's a good question. I don't think we I do. don't think we do. I don't think. Yeah, you're right. I haven't seen any male fairies. Okay, because there's male satyrs. Yeah. And there's female satyrs. Well, no, there were men on the ship, but were they sailors? They might have been just sailors. I don't. But you're right. We're gonna have that. Yeah. We're I gonna don't... have to watch more. No, I'm not watching anymore. <laughs> I'm not. Oh, we're going to the plot of the episode though. So mm-hmm. the the specific plot episode is he's an investigator on the row. Every three weeks, there's, like, a hammer murder. Yeah, they, they call him Unseelie Jack, so it, it's sort of like a Jack the Ripper he's thing. A, yeah, he's, like he's a going Jack. after fey ladies. Yeah, he just, or, or he, men, because he yeah. killed a sailor, too. Yeah. And he hammers them to death. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty much the episode plot. He's supposed to be a bald man with mutton chops, which apparently is, like, the look for the, the racist. The look. So every time... <laughs> You go anywhere. There's like twenty dudes with bald heads and mutton chops. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then, well, and then they see the one, and then we also know he supposedly wore a uniform of yeah. some sort. And there's like, quite a few cops that having that look too. Yeah, and then there's one in particular, and you and I right away were like, "Well, he's Sergeant Red Herring." 
Yeah. Because he's not it. Yeah, like, he's not he's it. He's definitely racist, and he's yeah. definitely a terrible person. Yeah. But he's not it. You're clearly pointing me to believe it's this guy. Yeah. And what we do find out is that there's a sailing vessel. Oh, it's not a sailing vessel. It's like an ironclad or like a submarine. Yeah. And they're kept offshore for three weeks at a time, and yeah. then they come in. And then so it's a guy in a sailor's uniform who has, mm-hmm. and he figures it out. All Sherlock's Holmesy. Yeah. Sherlock'sy Holmesies. Yeah, because he he watches to see who's left-handed. And yeah, yeah. All this other which fun is kind of cool. Yeah. And then they had a really long run, mm-hmm. and then it turns out Unseely Jack is hinting at a dark god. Yeah. Coming, so there's like a, another mystery. So he got. And quite... instead of being caught, he kills himself. Yeah, so like the major plot on this was the Unseely Jack thing, but mm-hmm. throughout that we have the Seder, rich Seder neighbor. Mm-hmm. So not like your cliche, like they're not. So the racist, yeah. So the racist uh, neighbors were like completely affected. There there goes the neighborhood, Mm -hmm. you know. And then we have the pact out there. We have their relationship. Mm -hmm. We have um, there's like another one. And then we have a dark god rising. Right. And then we have the undercurrent of racism. Right. in, In the town. So there's a lot this pilot establishes pretty well. Yeah. I think. In terms of later stories. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you like dark fantasy, I think you might like this. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, though. Would it appeal to someone who likes Game of Thrones? Is it not dark enough for Game of Thrones? Oh, it's plenty effing dark. I don't know. Would this? I don't know that this would appeal to Game of Thrones fans, because it doesn't feel quite as epic in scope. Right. Uh, okay. I, it's very isolated, in, or at least at this point, into mm-hmm. this one town and this right. one... I don't know that it has... I'm not really sure who this appeals to, to be quite frank. Because it's not for kids. It's for... definitely not for we kids. We know that. Definitely not. And, like, it's, like, and it's, like, fairies, so I don't know, like, that's not dragons. Because, like, well, <laughs> when it comes to fairies, the people who believe in them don't really like them getting too unseely. Yeah. You know, they, they like the unseely court, and they like that kind of dark balance. Right. Sort of like a Laurel K. Hamilton kind right. of fan base. Right, right, right. But they also don't like it going too dark. There has to be... A real hero. Right. And Orlando Bloom is kind of too tormented right. for them. Well, and it kind of reminds me, what I criticized The Witcher for mm-hmm. was that it was super bleak. Right. And again, there doesn't seem to be any hope. Right. Like, right. even if this show runs its course, it's not like racism's going to go away. And I right. guess that's, again, a good reflection of society. It's like, I guess it's always here. Right. We can just do our best to make it better. Right. But... I don't know. I, I don't know. Is that a fun thing to watch? I mean, Not really. I guess for some people it might be. but I was over it after 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, and I've crossed my threshold. <laughs> so anyway, here are some reviews. And you'll I got quite a few because they're sort of short. Mm-hmm. But you'll definitely see a common thread in them. Okay. So Katie Kicks says, sick of politics. I agree. Only got through part of the first episode and was sick of the preaching. Also oh. read, the, you know, do you agree now? Wow, okay. <laughs> nah, yeah, they're not agreeing with you the way you're agreeing oh, with them. gotcha. They're okay. agreeing because they're racist. Oh, okay. Also read it has bad, <laughs> but I like this because it also read it has bad language. It's like, so wait, did she, what? <laughs> How long did she watch this She then? must have, she said she only got through part of the first episode, okay. so obviously wasn't very far, but I don't think. I, well, no, I guess... No, the there were a lot of F-words with the uh, captain. The captain, and yeah. I guess pretty early on they were establishing... I, I the... actually wrote that down. I was like, hey, it's Cameron's favorite fantasy to bring in cussing and titties to make it adult and gritty. <laughs> there you go, there you go. Uh, I mean, honestly, I didn't hate this as much as you did. 
I don't think. I don't think I'm going to rush out and watch anymore. I but... hated it. <laughs> hated it. This one says, way too slow and cliche, which I don't disagree with. But sex scenes are great. Oh, watch a porno. <laughs> this is from Red Clan. Yeah, right? Oh, my <laughs> God. Just go watch a porn. Uh, sex scenes are great. But the show is otherwise way too slow and so cliche with the racism theme. Literally every nationality has experienced their time of severe racism, whether the British, French, Irish, Italian, etc., 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 exclamation point. I felt like I was trying to stay awake through my history college course again. Wow, white privilege. All right, continue. Yeah, a lot of racists didn't like this show. Clearly. Please stop. Please. David Jim. We get it. You want all the fugitives can't use illegals oh my God. to come into the country and be welcomed with open arms. You want unchecked immigration? Fine. Then make propaganda pamphlets. Don't mask it in movies. I like to watch movies. Good movies. Not propaganda. Please stop. <laughs> See, it, but I mean, like, these people's, like, terribleness is just like, okay, it's a TV show, guys. They're just... Yeah, you can actually see their racism and how much they hate immigrants and they don't want to actually see what the damage is. Well, and that's what, going back to my point earlier, if you already believe, Mm -hmm. you know, like... Racism is bad. Racism (laughs) is bad. Okay, that's the easiest way to say it. If you believe racism is bad, Mm -hmm. then this show is just preaching to the choir. Exactly. We already know this. But if you believe like these knuckle... Chowder heads. These chowder heads do... Then it's like, well, yeah, this show's not going to change your opinion. No, it's not. Because it's taking a clear stance here. Yeah. But it's like, how can you watch something like this? How can that be your stance? I don't understand. How can you watch something and, like, watch the people be as treated as poorly on this, yeah. even if they're fairies, yeah. and be like, yeah, that's the way it should be? Yeah. You know, I, don't, I, don't, I don't get it. I'm not getting into this. Okay, we're not going to get into this. Oh, we've got some positive reviews now. All right. We've got spectacular fantasy satire. Satire? I wasn't laughing. Yeah, so I think that's why I included this one. I was, okay. like, why? Well, I was like, why is this a satire? Do you know what a satire is? Uh, this is from Halfhead 23. Mm-hmm. Halfhead B23. Oh, good, because Halfhead A23 A- was retired. <laughs> this show is a spectacular fantasy satire about the world today and how some use fear to seize and or retain power. If your feelings are hurt when you hear adult language or watch TV MA-rated content, then stay in your lane and keep watching Christmas specials on Lifetime. You know, I will. I like my Christmas specials. <laughs> I will stay in that lane. Thank you very much. It's just crazy that, like, how divisive this, this is. Yeah, why is this show so divisive? I mean, yeah, like, I don't person, like it. I mean, that person's attacking the other side now. Yeah, like, this is weird. This is In like, a comment section in IMDb. This is like Star Wars. Yeah, or Star Wars. Of how divisive it yeah. is. It doesn't make any sense. Did I like it? No, but I'm not going to attack people for it. Yeah. I didn't like it because I don't like racism, and yeah. I don't like watching it as entertainment. Right, right, right. Yeah, because it's almost like a... Is racism porn? Is that a... I, I don't know because like, I don't like rape, so I don't like having it in my entertainment. You don't. That's why I don't like this. Yeah, exactly. Like I don't want to. I don't need to invite that into my house exactly. for fun. Exactly. For quote unquote fun or yeah. entertainment for entertainment. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, like, it's not like you're like those bald headed mutton chop guys <laughs> right, and those fairies right. deserve to die. Yeah, know? I was not that at all. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, and I get that yeah. totally. 
So, um, and then this last one says... Uh, but then for, again, I'm glad that they went with the mutton chops. It's like, grow a full beard or you're not a man. Yeah, exactly. We know how you feel about mutton chops. Yeah, you don't like the mutton chops. <laughs> uh, this is from Very Private Swag. <laughs> it's Very Private Swag. <laughs> um, they say, balls. Oh. The show is very good. balls, in fact. <laughs> okay. Like others have said, just put the politics malarkey that people are going on about Aside, why are there commas there? Come on. I don't know. Okay, read that again. Just put... No, read it with the commas. Okay. So pause every five seconds. <laughs> Just put the politics malarkey that people are going on about aside and enjoy the show. There you the go. Show. That's how it's supposed to be read. Looking forwards to the next season, exclamation point, exclamation point. Yeah, okay, okay. So, I mean, I think in our role here as watching a pilot episode, mm-hmm. they brought this to our attention. What do you do? Do you put it to series or no? Do you think do you think Amazon made a good decision making this show, or do you think it's a problem? Do you think it should be canceled? It's a hard question there. Well, because like okay, I think aside, the idea aside. was quite interesting. I just yeah. feel like the overall delivery of it is yeah. heavily flawed. Yeah. Okay. I think parts of it are really good, but other parts, are, like I said, they're just it's too much. Right. And I guess that's. That's white privilege. It almost but I is. just don't like inviting rape and racism into my home. Right. And, right. and I don't do that with entertainment. Right. It's not and, what well, I do. But I guess what I'm saying is this reminds me in a way mm-hmm. of when Next Generation would indulge in its worst uh, aspects. Oh, God. Like when they would do like bad episodes. Yeah. Where it was like. We skipped a few because I was like, I'm not doing this. Right, right. Or, like, yeah. they were, like, a little bit too heavy-handed mm-hmm. or something. Or, or the way they did it, just the delivery wasn't great. Yeah. This felt like that to me. Yeah. Like, we watched all of Next Generation. We liked well, quite a bit of it. Yes, we did, except for, like, three episodes that we skipped. Skipped, yeah. yeah. But, like, some were... But, like, that... This feels like if this were an episode of Next Generation, this is one we would skip. Yeah. Like, it's like, okay. Like, oh, the androgynous woman really wants to be with you, Riker. Go F yourself. I hate Riker. (laughs) And then, of course, I didn't end up calling him Rapey Riker because in one of the episodes, he's like, I didn't rape her. She was asking for it. (laughs) Really? (laughs) All right. I'm not getting started on that. Oh, my gosh. I hate Riker. I know you do. You you made that very clear. (laughs) I hate that guy. Uh, As far as I'm concerned, I think given, like, the popularity mm-hmm. of shows that have come before it. Had this come to me before The Witcher or before Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. I would be a little bit more like, I don't know if this is going to sell in, you know, in the right. Highlands. Given the success of Game of Thrones and The Witcher, mm-hmm. then yeah, I think it's kind of like, yeah, we're this is what people are into right now. I think now. what I'd be like is, uh, would I red light or green line it? You know what? I have a partner. His name is Cameron. Ask him. <laughs> I just passed the buck. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm not. Like, I don't really want to touch this with a ten foot pole. Okay. Okay. You know. Yeah. It is. Mm, it feels icky to me. Yeah, you don't like the icky. I don't like the ick. Okay. Okay. So th- then they override you, and they say, "Aaron, too bad. We're too putting bad. it to series. Putting it to series. But we are very into. How could you make this better? How would you make it better? <laughs> well, the whole show is racism, so <laughs> I don't know. But you can't really take away the racism out of you the can. show. You can't. That's what that's... I'm saying. The whole show is racism. Yeah, yeah. And it's, it, it, so it, and it's you not don't a bad... have a show without it. And it's not a bad message, obviously, to have. Right. Yeah. I just don't know who it's going to be effective on. It's not going to be effective on anybody. 
those you know. who those who see racism for what it is and don't like it already can see that look how bad it is. Those who don't care about racism are watching it and is like, I'm so sick of being preached. I can't out. I can't even watch it for twenty minutes this. because it's so preachy and like yeah. get your politics out of my entertainment. Yeah. And I, I don't, don't like immigrants. And I don't mind politics and art because I think all art is inherently political. It's oh yeah. Everything that someone's writing, if it's coming from their heart, is coming from a from their yeah. viewpoint, which is therefore makes it political. Exactly. So you're not going to change anybody's mind watching this. Yeah, exactly. You know, so I don't really see its point. So yeah, I would have to, I would just have to like, like I said, like with the Star Trek episodes, you got to make it like, you just got to make it, give a little sugar to bring the medicine down. I don't know. I don't know how you do it. I don't know how you do it. I don't either. Because I think the message is important and is good. Yes. But then it's also, like you said, you're using racism and rape mm-hmm. and stuff as a form of entertainment. Yeah. Which is not no very palatable. No. So I don't know how you do it. Make, I had a hard time with this one. I don't know how you deliver this important, good mm-hmm. political message without also somehow kind of... Mm-hmm. It's it's a fine edge Making there. Making entertainment. It's a fine edge. Yeah, so I don't know. And like I said, I don't want to touch it. Okay, well, I there you go. You don't it. need to touch it. You don't need to touch it because Piloting the Pilots releases each <laughs> Tuesday. And it can be found on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Stitcher. As always, you can contact us with any questions or rebuttals on Twitter at Pilot Pilots or at our email address, pilotingthepilots at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. Also... Uh, my professional Instagram account. Oh, this yeah. is my actual okay, here's work. A plug. Here's a plug. Yeah, it's a, here's here's a plug. My actual work Instagram account. You're not going to see my covers or the graphic art or anything like that. All I do is upload pictures of calico critters. Yes. So follow me on Instagram at EDH Professionals, <laughs> and you'll get a daily dose of critters and every that day. Is <laughs> highly, <laughs> um, very sweet. <laughs> <laughs> It You're is. not going to get racism or politics or it, anything. It, it, it's just critters doing their daily chores. Just critters doing their daily chores. So if you want to see critters doing <laughs> daily chores, check out. I am going to have them take over Hogwarts once I'm done with the uh, Great Hall puzzle. There you go. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> so next week, oh my gosh, we're here. We're already at another Van Dean movie. Yes. All right. This is going to feel better. So we're going to close out Fantasy Month with, we're going to watch The Avengers. Yeah. Grim. Grim. <laughs> And it's about Snow White, Sleeping Beauty, and another one of them princesses (laughs) uh, fighting Casper Van Dien's evil Rumpelstiltskin. (gasps) Casper Van Dien's evil in this? Yeah, he's going to be a bad guy. Oh, wow. He's really owning some bad guy roles lately. Lately. Maybe maybe he's just kind of branching out, maybe. Yeah, maybe. But his wife's not in this one. Because he's like, I'm always a handsome hero. Jennifer Wenger's not in this one, though. She's not? Oh, that's too bad. Not until Ah, Roach. But anyway... In the meantime, I don't know. Don't watch Carnival Row, I guess. I mean, guess I watch it if you want to. I don't know. Like, I, I, I want to have a podcast where I'm, like, very, like... You know what? I want to be excited. I want to be happy with what we've watched. I don't want... And I have not yet been really happy with what we've watched, I other than Picard. Yeah, I can't, in good conscience, say, go out and watch this yeah. show. If it sounds Keep like... Keep your kids out of the room. If it's, like, a dark... If you're into dark fantasy... You know Go what? Try. If you're into dark fantasy, I think you, you'd like this. I think I think you'd be okay to check it yeah. out. I mean, I'm not yeah. judging anyone for liking any of those shows either. No, no judgments here. Absolutely ever. not. But like, unless you're a rapist, and then I judge you harshly. Well, yeah. Well, we all judge them. Yeah. But or a racist. <laughs> yeah, we don't like them either. Yeah. But if you're into dark fantasy, watch it. But you know, if it's not, if that doesn't sound like something you want to watch, particularly in this. 
current climate. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, give it a pass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we will see you next week. Hopefully everybody is doing well. And, you know, keep coming in uh, with favorite myths, favorite fairy tales. We or whatever. Them. Or whatever. We enjoy you... reading your responses. We have a good time with it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. If you want to. We're think... always extremely grateful for it. If there's anything we missed or whatever or you think we got wrong, just let us know. I don't get anything wrong. Okay, you never get anything yeah, wrong. No, anyway. Never. Never. <laughs> All right. We'll we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.